Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema. Hey! Hi, everybody. That is us. We're the Cinnabuds. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And today we are talking about the documentary, Won't You Be My Neighbor? A television program for children made its unauspicious debut on station WQED in Pittsburgh. Its host, Fred Rogers. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. I want to tell you something. What would you like to tell you? I like you. I like you, my dear. Thank you very much. So what did you think? Did it live up? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) What was your cry count during the movie? Uh, Honestly, for the first half, first maybe two-thirds even, I was like, all right, I think you got it all out during the previews. Really? Um, but then, you know, oh, they yeah. save it for the end. I mean, there's a couple, there's like three hits mm-hmm. towards the end where I welled up pretty Man, good. I was like right at the beginning, you know, I yeah. was like right when he like testifies, there's a, Oh yeah, that's a good one. Fred Rogers testifies before, uh, Congress to save money for uh, PBS. For yeah. PBS. It's, it's a very famous speech that yeah. I have watched yeah. multiple times. Like Ditto. I know exactly what's going on here. Yeah. Just tears. I think I, I like welled up. I got verklempt. Yeah, six times. That was pretty uh, good during the movie. And I do love that scene. I want to talk about that scene again, where he's yes. in front of Congress trying to get money, and this senator he's talking to or or a representative is the one that wants to take the money away. Yeah, and he's he's been bombarded with people trying to convince him, and he's stonewalled. He's yeah. like he's like he's honestly looking for someone to change his opinion. Yeah, but he's like bringing up people to be like, you have to tell me right. why we should give you twenty million dollars. Yeah, and then Fred Rogers came up and he was like, "All right, Fred, here you go. Goodness, kindness, children. Mm-hmm. You can be whatever you want to be." And the guy looks at me and goes, "Well, that's just fantastic. I guess you just earned ten million dollars." What do you think that the movie did? Best. Kind of in line with what we were just talking about, why everyone's responding to this movie the way they are, which is just with hearts on their sleeves. Mm-hmm. I think it's because, I mean, a testament to the movie for sure, but it's also a testament to the time we live in right now. And it's because it's a movie about kindness, about people who are working hard to make people happy and experience kindness and empathy, which is something everyone desperately wants right now. Yes. I'm glad that you brought that up. One of the things that I really thought that this movie did well, I think that people had a hard time, was just looking at Fred Rogers. Yeah. And I think that people had a hard time believing that Fred Rogers that you see on TV is that he is oh, yeah. that kind of person. I mean, I, I, I remember growing up and being like, he was a Navy SEAL and he had tattoos <laughs> and it was like, you know, like you yeah. hear those and it addresses yeah. those and uh, it people have a hard time accepting that there can be a human being yeah, like Fred Rogers. Exactly. And it did a great job of saying that is who he was. Yeah. There isn't anybody that was like him before. There hasn't been one since. Right. And that's who he was. Yeah. That was true to him. It's a rare human being. You've got RBG, you've got Mr. Rogers, Christopher Pollard. <laughs> I think it's just those three. I think it's a short list. <laughs> so I think that was great. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? Is the documentary? It is about the life of Fred Rogers and the show Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh, so good! You think that we should see it? I think we should see it every day, all day, forever. I think so too. <laughs> Nonprofit Radio Milwaukee is brought to you by you. A membership contribution is your personal commitment to music and to Milwaukee. 
Visit RadioMilwaukee.org to check out our donor benefits and the thank you gifts you can get to show off your 88.9 Pride. And we're back. We're back. And we're talking about Won't You Be My Neighbor in the podcast here. We want to talk a little bit about... Uh, some of our favorite parts. Yeah, that will not spoil it because this is not a. Uh, it's not a. a it's not, not a like who done it. It's not a who done it. Yeah, it's not like a movie necessarily with a plot. Who it was Mister Rogers? Docu- really? Yeah, it's a documentary about sweet and wonderful things. Yeah, and let's talk about some of the sweetest and most wonderful. I want to parts oh. where you cry. Oh well, yeah, I know that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> Mister Rogers and Coco the Gorilla. Oh man. For some reason, that should have been funny. I feel like that should have been funny. Like Mr. Rogers cuddling up with a gorilla. Right. It made me well up. It was like, who's sweeter, that gorilla or Mr. Rogers? For real. And uh, Fred Rogers really saw the the truth in everybody. And there was like one part where he is interacting with Coco and he is like, there's so much to think about. And yeah. I was like, God, I'm just like welling up, like thinking about it right You're now. Right, Mr. Rogers. Ah, don't cry on the podcast. You're so right. <laughs> and yeah. And it's because you can like, you can see Coco trying to like figure all these things out and yeah. look at him. And he is such a great listener. Yeah. Uh, I think that was one of the big themes of it too. And I loved how it showed how unique of a program Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was. Yeah. There is this difference in the slowness mm-hmm. of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood and then the, like, fast-paced yeah, yeah. kids action TV kind of thing that they, was going on. Yeah, they do talk about that, how he didn't mind a silence. And I remember watching him as a kid and being happy that he slowed things down. Yeah. Because things go so fast when you are trying to pick things up. And I loved his calmness yeah. and that demeanor and that you have to go things through things slowly when you're mm-hmm. a kid to like figure things out. And uh, that is a space that he occupied and saw and knew that kids wanted. Do you think that there's a space like that now? Um, it's hard to say because you're right. It, it's a very stark contrast to most. I mean, I'm not super familiar with cur- current day kids programming. Right. But from everything else that I'm saying and the the little bit that I do know, it's very bright, fast-paced. It's like constant one thing to another, trying to serve what is now our sort of uh, uh, the tone of how we do things, which is just like move on to the next thing. Got that? All right. Got to collect another one. Got to catch them all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is definitely not Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Um, So, yeah, I I don't know if there's a show anywhere near that kind of pace and thoughtfulness right now same and he was a a unique individual in that this did a lot of that yeah i want to talk about other times i cried okay let's do that there's there's a part where he sings this song called you're not fake and he's talking about feeling that he is fake uh cried during that oh when he when he sings as daniel the tiger uh yes yes yeah uh got a little teary out there sure and then there is Kind of honoring the space that he made at the end, there's a moment where they all just like take Ugh. some time and are silent. That's the big one. That's the big one, man. It wasn't that. And he, so Fred Rogers would give a lot of speeches, a lot of yeah. commencement speeches, and he would say, like, take one minute and think about someone who cared about you. Yeah. And uh, 
then they just take a minute and they like show close-ups oh, of everybody. They have, and we we both have tears in our eyes right now. It's like <laughs> the sweetest montage uh, since Karate Kid. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. But it's they show all the people they've been interviewing that had involvement in Mr. Rogers' life, and you know throughout the whole documentary, they cut to each one doing this, sitting there thinking about people. You see them tearing up, you mm-hmm. see them crying, and then you. And then uh, at some point you hear, oh, who are you thinking about? Like a couple of them say, oh, I was thinking about my mom. Who are you thinking about? Oh, I was thinking about my mom too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure that most of them were thinking about Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. And I, in the audience, Big I could hear, tears. yeah, I could hear people in the audience going, <gasps> <laughs> like that kind of quick intake of breath when you're yeah. like trying to, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yep, I'm, I'm there with you, man. Uh, also big tear moments for me. Uh, there was this part where Somebody asks Fred Rogers, like, who do you look up to the most? And he said, people that lived with real struggle. And he talks about this boy. And I can feel myself yeah, tearing yeah, up right yeah, now. Yeah. And he talked about this boy that was in this chair. And he had, I'm not sure what kind oh, of, yeah, yeah. you know, medical thing that he had yeah. going on. But he was in a chair and he was a little boy. And um, he went on to the show and him and Mr. Rogers sang the song together. And just whoa, devastating. <laughs> oh my God. Like, and then, yeah, in the credits, oh! Oh, he comes back, immediate yeah. tears. They have this oh. awards thing or some uh, thing for Mr. Rogers, and they surprise bring this kid out who's now no longer a kid. He's an adult now. And they, Mr. Rogers doesn't even take the stairs, by the way. He just leaps or just steps oh. he, onto the stage. He, like, skips the stairs. And he said, oh, it's so wonderful to see you. And oh, he's an God. older man at this point. Yes. He's, like, jumping up on stage. Um, yeah, there are just so many moments where you're just like, come, it's give me so a great. second to recover. <laughs> I know. And it's it none so of it, not a single tear shed is because something is sad. It is because it is delightful or beautiful or, or just an overwhelming sense of empathy. And mm-hmm. that is why people are spending millions of dollars to go see this movie. Yes. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's pretty great. One point that I did want to hit on that I really liked or thought that it was interesting that he was a lifelong conservative yeah, and that he was a minister. Yeah. Now, I want to make a distinction. I don't know. Did they say he was a conservative or a Republican? Well, they said he's a Republican. He said he's a Republican. I think there's a slight distinction there because socially he is, he's right. obviously very not, – not even liberal, and, just like – Yes, yeah. and a – you know, conservative at that time is different from uh, yeah, you know, what conservative tr- and what Republican true, yeah. means now. But I thought that that was important to say yeah. because I think that a lot of people going probably are not of that persuasion. And uh, I thought that that was good to say that if that is not what you believe, mm-hmm. that here is a person that defies what you think of yeah. at, when you think of – Republican or conservative, yeah, and vice versa as well, right? And so it was. I think that it was good for good to say that, and good to be there and understand that you can hold beliefs that that all of our beliefs are common. Yeah, that if you are a Democrat, if you're a Republican, that he thought the most important thing is being good to each other, right? And I think that that's what we all believe. And that's what we all think. And we might have different ways to get around it. And we might have different 
philosophies or different things, but in the end that I think we all think that we should be good to each other. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Um, when this premiere, I think it premiered, I want to say at Sundance, it, it premiered at a big festival mm. and it was uh, the opening night and, oh, it was Sundance because it was in Utah and the crowd was not the usual liberal, um, you know, film festival crowd that you might think of. It was filled with like Utah government uh, officials sure, and mean, people there are people there you wouldn't think everyone has a connection to mr rogers from that era mm-hmm. whether you're uh, uh on the right or the left and everyone's response to what he's saying there's nothing he is saying you can fundamentally disagree with right it's all like if anyone did okay you're you are officially a bad person yeah you're yeah that's unfortunate but i mean <clears throat> there's Nothing in the fundament of what he's saying that doesn't appeal to a human, to yeah. your humanness. Yeah. Well, there then there became that backlash of telling everybody that they're special, you know, oh, that ridiculous. generation, um, which is interesting as well. And you could see that he really struggled kind of at the end with, I think, maybe a lifetime of doing that and not mm-hmm. seeing the world change yeah, or seeing the world become the same yeah. or – and that must have been tough. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where you hear this in uh, you always hear this in cop shows. Like, yeah. I've been on the I'm on, been on the beat <laughs> yeah. for thirty years. It's all the same. But uh, if you don't have people like Mister Rogers out there trying to make it better, it's gonna get worse. Yes. You know? But uh, yeah, he did he did a, a a great service. Yes. So won't you be my neighbor? Definitely go see it. Own it. Why would you bring not? your friends? Yeah. Bring your mom. Yeah. Bring your kids, you know, uh, definitely go see it. Bring your mailman. Bring your mailman. Bring everyone. <laughs> Let's all go. Yeah. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? It's in theaters. Now, uh, I want to do an update about the Oriental Theater. Christopher, yeah. uh, you work at Milwaukee Film. I do. I heard that Milwaukee Film is taking over the Oriental what? Theater. Yeah. I have been away for a couple of days, <laughs> so this is a surprise to me. Uh, they, what the uh, we're going to theater officially closed right now. Yeah, closed on I believe the twenty second. When do you come back? Is the number one question I saw everybody. August tenth. August tenth, you are back. Um, I saw some pictures. uh, The Oreos has a new Instagram. Yeah. What is it? It is uh, Oriental Milwaukee. I'm sorry, Oriental Theater MKE, and that's theater with an R E at the end, not an E R. That's mm. a distinction. Yeah. And uh, um, also a new Facebook page. Facebook page, same. If you just look up Oriental Theater Milwaukee or Oriental Theater MKE, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday I saw some pictures of people sledgehammering the Oriental. Are you tearing the entire yeah, thing down? Yeah, I know. When you, Are even, you tearing it apart? <laughs> even when you started that sentence, I'm like, no, Justin, no. <laughs> we are not sledgehammering the Oriental. We are making bigger bathrooms. Uh, oh, the women's room historically on the main floor was really not even a women's room. It was like a unisex lounge and there was one toilet. Yeah. What, what does, you know, yeah. the definition of a lounge? Yeah. It means one toilet. A lounge is French for one toilet. <laughs> and, uh, there's a, I always feel bad when I go to the bathroom and there's a line of women Same. and I just walk casually in to a men's room that has too many stalls. And we don't then <laughs> you walk out and you see all the same people in line and I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. So we're going to have a full uh, women's facilities on the main floor and then we'll still another one up on the second floor too. But then uh, that'll be really, really nice and everyone's very excited about that. Uh, we're uh, in the process of putting in all of our 
sound and projection stuff. The sound and projection in that theater is going to be really, really amazing. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> we got some great donations, too, from uh, some of our partners that – uh, so we're going to have some uh, really good capabilities as far as projection goes. What is how is the sound improving? What are uh, you doing? Oh, you've asked the wrong person. <laughs> okay, uh, we're putting some twenty-inch uh, woofers. Is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a techie uh, or a, or a okay. technology fellow. I'm not either. But I was like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, some real subs. We're gonna put some sweet subs on there. I have no idea. Just real good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And you come back August 10th. Uh, August 10th. And we've got two sweet movies that we'll talk about another time. Right. But let's just, let's just. You want to mention them? Yeah. Let's just mention them. Um, Huge response at Cannes to Spike Lee's new movie, Black Klansman. Got a huge response. And that is going to be our opening film. I could not think of a cooler opening film to have than a Spike Lee movie. That is a Spike Lee joint. A Spike Lee. Oh, what did I just. Oh, man. You know what? Whoa. I should just leave town. Record scratch. (laughs) Yeah. A Spike Lee joint, of course. (laughs) Um, And what's the other one? And the other one is a great doc called McQueen. It's about the the sadly passed uh, fashion designer Alexander McQueen, who's like one of the most cutting edge designers of the 20th and 21st century. Um, I'm actually a huge fan of Alexander McQueen, and I'm not a fashion guy. <laughs> looking at me, you would imagine me otherwise. Uh, but I'm not a huge fashion guy. But I love his stuff. His stuff is beyond just fashion. It's it's definitely artwork, and the the way he presented it was amazing. I have a sweet book with a hologram of on the front awesome. um, of his work. So I'm I'm very excited. We've got a couple really cutting edge and really cool films to start with. Great. And we were, I think we we're going to do a whole episode on probably those. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, and next week we are talking about Amelie. Yeah. Oh, sweet Amelie. Oh. Um, all right. So stay tuned for that. And thank you for listening today. Uh, won't you be my neighbor? Go see it. This has been Cinebuds. Cinebuds is produced by Tyrone Miller. We get sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Our theme songs from Milwaukee musician Brett Newski. And we get support from your membership. Please subscribe to the podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org on iTunes or anywhere you listen to podcasts. See you next week. Go see movies. Go see movies.